I'm Kristen Majette. I'm the Director of Communications for Eudora Public Schools in Eudora, Kansas. And um, I work with uh, a whole range of programs and award programs, recognition, um, website communications, parent communications, um, and also our social media programs. Well, the expectations of our parents and our students and our patrons um, in terms of how they get information from the schools, um, those expectations are growing all the time. Um, parents especially want information now, they want it quickly, and they want it where they are. Um, so for us, social media was just a natural fit in terms of um, getting the information out about our schools and that was a huge opportunity that we saw um, that we wanted to take advantage of both on the district level but also we felt like there was a huge opportunity for our teachers to meet um, their parents and communicate with their parents in a very efficient um, effective time sensitive um, and inexpensive way in the world where we live, um, our students, particularly as they get older into middle school and high school, and our students' parents, um, the world where they live is dominated by you know all sorts of online learning, online socialization, whether that's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, you know any any variety of of um, websites and social sharing sites, um, and so we really felt like there was a huge opportunity if that's where our um, parents are and that's where our students are this was the place where we could reach them and relate to them and connect and, and engage with them um, that was very natural it's sort of like if you see a row of coffee shops on Main Street and everybody's in the you know the blue coffee shop that's where you go to get your message out and we really felt like that's uh, if that's where people are then that's where we're going to engage with them one of the most um, natural concerns I think is what if um, it becomes a place that's negative, what if there are rumors, what if people are posting um, nasty things about our teachers or things that um, breach confidentiality. Um, you know we obviously have as a school district we have a a responsibility that we treat information about um, our district but particularly about our students and teachers um, with great care and so there were people who were especially concerned that this would become a forum for people to take advantage of that um, and you know that I think also goes to the fact that a lot of the leaders in our district and in districts all over are not an age where they um, necessarily have a lot of personal experience with social media so there's that sort of fear of the unknown as well or what just what they've based on what they've heard um, in the news and for us we really felt like as we as we outlined our procedures and our plans and our policies um, that that was a risk that was worth taking because we really felt like we could mitigate that risk um, through monitoring, through training, um, and through building a, a community that is based on expectations um, that we all share. Um, that you know there is the expectation that the exchanges on our Facebook page, for example, are positive, that they are um, celebrations of what's going right, and that they are respectful disagreements when there are disagreements. Um, so setting up that that community, and we've we've been rewarded very much by taking that risk. Um, it really has. Uh, it's gone the way that we thought it would, and uh, you know the the negative comments um, have never taken over you know the the dynamic of our page. The president of the of our teachers association approached the superintendent um, after the summer, and he said he was asking about whether or not the district had any guidelines or any kind of good 
information that he could provide to his, the teachers in the association about just responsible decision making online. Um, he had seen some teachers over the summer, colleagues of his, who were posting things that he wasn't quite sure were um, a good idea, but he didn't feel like he had the, the knowledge to do that. And that's really where I think our quest began. Um, we started looking at how can we provide um, just good common sense guidelines that will help our teachers understand that um, and then we also thought you know the teachers that we're bringing into our district very often are fresh out of college um, and I think it's appropriate to have I think those conversations happen in corporate America of um, how you transition from your social um, presence in college to a professional social presence um, and we wanted to take that opportunity here as well um, and so you know as we as the process unfolded and we developed um, training materials and very very basic basically spelling out common sense um, but putting it in words that we could all agree to and that would become part of the way that our district does business which also provides a level of accountability um, if a principal has a concern about a teacher there's something very specific that they can refer back to as a you know teaching opportunity of here's how you know here's how here's a way that this could go better in the future. We had um, a lot of teachers coming to us before this initiative even started saying, you know, when can we get on Facebook? When, you know, our high school newspaper uh, sponsor said, when can, you know, gosh, I wish we could have, I wish we could post to Facebook. So there were a handful of teachers who were already asking for it before we got there. And, but you know, the majority, when we first took the idea to teachers, I'd say that there was there were mixed reactions. I think some teachers were um, concerned because they, you know, had the same concerns that our board or our district leaders had. Um, is you know, is it going to become negative? Am I going to get attacked? Um, you know, a coach who doesn't play um, a kid is that kid's dad going to get on and and you know be nasty. Uh, we also had a fair number of teachers who already had Facebook pages out in um, out in the world, and we felt like by bringing it under our district umbrella it gave us the ability to both provide training and guidance but also to have a level of accountability so that um, if something started going south if a page was um, claimed but hadn't been updated or if um, you know teachers are working on something outside of the school it becomes harder for us to uh, have a role in that so we felt like bringing all of that into the school was a better thing um, as far as teachers who were maybe concerned about it or who were just nervous that they didn't know enough to, to take it on. Um, we approach this in two ways. Number one, we don't require people to have a presence in, in social. I mean, it's, it's something that we feel is value added and we certainly encourage our staff to take advantage of it, um, but it's never required. Nobody's gonna be forced into you know, maintaining a Facebook page. Um, the other piece though is that we um, started very early in the process and basically found a group of teachers who we call champions. Um, and these champions in each building really kind of got a, a deeper level training to begin with. Um, these were teachers in some cases who already had these social pages online um, or who had expressed an interest in it or they were teachers that we just knew were influential in their building. Um, so we have you know a handful of teachers in each building who got more training ahead of time and then were able to sort of be the ambassadors for this program and help show their colleagues you know how they set up uh, privacy settings on a Facebook group or how they um, changed administrators you know to include more people um, so we were able to really use the teachers who were already ready for this and use them to our advantage to kind of help uh, bring everybody in 
into the tent, so to speak. Well, one of the things that we did um, partway through this first year, um, teachers have to, um, well, anybody for that matter, who wants to have a Facebook page or a social presence of any kind, um, has to go through a really easy little um, kind of accountability process where they submit the name of the page and what they intend to do with it. And what that does is allow us to create a social media guide on our website. And that is really an exciting place. It's a list of all of our, you know, Facebook pages, Twitter accounts, um, some Facebook groups. Not everyone can access everything on the list, but it gives the really big picture view of, of what's available. Um, and so, you know, a year in, what, what we've seen is that, for one, that social media directory is always growing. It's always changing. I've always got someone saying, hey, I've, you know, I've seen what the student council has done. I think I'd like to do that also for um, FBLA or you know I've seen what my my teacher next to me has done and boy I really want that for my parents too um, so it's a way that we're really able to generate I think momentum um, and also communicate with our our parents and patrons um, but you know the exciting things of what I see the things that really make me um, realize how valuable that this that this is um, have been the comments that I get from teachers in particular who say uh, you know elementary school teachers say that they have never had an easier year of communicating with parents that parents are more a part of their daily communications than they have ever been and I can't think of more than a small number of times, one or two, that I've been contacted by a teacher who was concerned about how to handle a negative comment. They are very safe environments. Um, you know, a lot of our teachers, some of our teachers, elementary teachers, do groups, so it's just the parents in there um, chatting. Some of them do pages, and even the ones with pages, I've never, uh, to my recollection, I can't recall any even one time that there has been a negative outcome. Um, if anything, it's just fun to see pictures of, you know, Read Across America Day of all the kids in their Dr. Seuss hats, and they get tons of likes and comments. Um, or the uh, science project, a dissection of a, you know, of something in a science lab. And, and the parents love, love, love to see what's happening in our schools during the day. And they love seeing it from the teachers. And it's, it's just been really powerful. One reason why our Facebook community is as strong as it is, is um, especially for a small community, in some ways, because we're small, I think it's people feel like that's the best place for them to get information about the schools. Um, there aren't any immediately local news outlets. Um, there's a, a local uh, blog about the the news, but you know, if you're really wanting to drill down and get a lot of school news, um, there's no other place to get it, uh, or there's no better place to get it. Um, but also I would say that the reason that we have continued to see success, number one, is the content that we share. Um, we are very mindful of sharing photos, of sharing links to um, stories on our website, of making it very friendly, very people, student-oriented, teacher-oriented, and very accessible. We try to post, you know, several times a week. And, um, but then the last piece to that is, um, I think if we, if people felt like this was just a, um, share the good news forum, I think we would lose credibility over time. Um, we have used Facebook to share difficult news and to admit when we've done things wrong. Um, and I think that's where, that's when I see the spikes in our insights, um, is where we have had kind of high stakes communications that we've handled, maybe not perfectly, but we've managed to handle them with a, with a calm, um, steady 
approach and uh, it's paid dividends. When there are negative comments, I try to think about how I would respond if we were in a town hall meeting or a, a public forum. And, you know, I think timeliness is really important. I try to um, post some kind of a reply, even if it's just looking into this, get back to you soon. Um, but I try to post some kind of a response um, as promptly as I'm able. Um, and then, you know, when there is a, an, an issue that we, you know, somebody's upset because we did do something wrong or we could have done something better, I'm quick to um, acknowledge that. If there are times when the comment is, is truly, um, we're never going to see eye to eye and there's no place for it's just a, a disagreement um, you know I'm quick to acknowledge that you know I'm sorry that this isn't the answer that you might be looking for but here's this is our policy or, or whatnot and then you know in some cases when there are negative comments just ignoring them is the fastest way to get them to go away or to at least um, get them to stop we have uh, a great community that's not opposed to jumping on and sticking up for us as well when there are some negative comments um, so certainly I never um, I never frown on that when one of our uh, patrons or fans is, is willing to stick up for us and, and jump in that conversation even before we get there. I don't think that social media is an option in school districts. I think that it is um, imperative that we as school districts move in that direction. That doesn't mean everyone will be ready to be where we are right now. But I don't think in 2015, in 2020, in 2030 that it will even be possible to not have social media as a part of what we do. And so when we were looking at it, we felt like it was best if we got out in front and defined who we were in, um, in the world of social media online and, and kind of took control of that. So, you know, for, for a district that's saying this just isn't what we're going to do, I think that it's going to come to you whether you're ready for it or not. And, you know, in my opinion and my advice would be get out in front of it and start taking steps to go there. And it might be a slow process or it might be a fast process, but ignoring it is not going to make it ever go away. It is where we're going. Um, and for districts, when you, be, when you get to the place where you're ready to start, um, I think that the most important things are making sure that people feel like they are part of the process. Uh, making sure that principals understand that they are part of the process, that um, that the board members understand that this is the direction that we're heading, um, that teachers understand that they are part of the process. And, you know, we were very mindful all through all of our steps to not say, what do you think about this, but rather to say, here's what we're doing, what do you need to make this work? Um, this wasn't a, a a democratic decision about whether we were going to approach social media and, and engage with social media, but we wanted to make sure that people felt like they had the support and the training and the encouragement that they needed to make it work. So, um, you know, starting and engaging those stakeholders to make sure that everybody feels like they have a voice in how this all plays out um, and that they're not just going to get left, you know, to fend for themselves when it begins.